It has been established that persons who have recently died have been returning to life and committing acts of murder. What's up, poor fam? You know what time it is. Let's get into this. And concluded that the unburied dead are coming back to life and seeking human victims. Is an epidemic of mass murder being committed by a virtual army of unidentified assassins. All right, what's up, poor fam? Hello, hello. The Horror Chronicles podcast is back. It's your favorite devilish duo. We are back. <laughs> Same All right. more brains. <laughs> so, Ryan over here is about to feast on somebody's brains. So, uh, today, we're talking about zombies. <laughs> you know them. You love them. You, know, you yeah. want to let them eat your brain. You may. They stink. I would. I would assume. You know, if they get in certain areas, though, the, these guys will probably starve to death. But, uh, <laughs> especially if they get in here. Especially nowadays, we, we don't have any. We don't have any brains. But uh, yeah, yeah, we. But uh, no, good times, man. Good times. Uh, you know, we uh, we like to cover stuff. Remember, we did werewolves. We've done vampires before. Got to talking the other day. We've never talked about zombies. So today, we're talking about them. Yeah, and we're talking about everything about them. And we want to get into, like, you know, some what-if conversations, you know, and some outbreak stuff. And some. It's it's, what's cool about – there's a reason, you know, I I watched this documentary thing. um, uh, Tang? This documentary Tang. And I told – I actually told JT to watch it, too. I was like, hey, you got to watch it. I want to kind of talk I'm about like, it. I'm not watching your shit. And then I didn't even Start write off. down, but it was like, what is it? Zombies, uh, something to the apocalypse or something like that. Uh, yeah, it. something like that. I fucking uh, it. It, it was called Zombie, Prepping, oh, prepping, for, prepping for the Apocalypse. Yeah, prepping for the Apocalypse. Uh, very cool documentary. It's actually on uh, Van Vegel TV, or I mean, Tubi <laughs> TV. Uh, very cool documentary. It was actually done, I think it was 2020? Something like that. It was when they put this out. And it was cool the way they they looked at the scenario. Right. Um, right. It was really, this wasn't necessarily about what happens, you know, in the outbreak, but more about are you prepared if it happens. Right. Hence the name, Prepping, Prepping. for the Apocalypse. And uh, there was some cool information in there. There was some stuff that I didn't think of. Um, and then there was a lot of questions I had, too, while I was watching it of, you know, this scenario or that scenario. What right. would happen if, uh, you know, just different things. Right. But uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk a little bit about the outbreak itself, if it happened or when it happens. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk about some stuff in you know that's happened in the past, in the news. Um, well, you know, we're probably going to get into some movies, and we may even <laughs> eat each other, and um, <laughs> not in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what's cool about this and interesting to me is that when you go to the zombie aspect of it, you know, a lot of people think of like old school. Um, you know, Return of the Living Dead, Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead. But see, for me, like I was thinking, 
the reason why this interests me a lot, I like zombie movies anyway, but <coughs> why this interests me is if you think about it in a different type of way, this could happen in real life, but more genetically than, you know, coming back from the dead. Right. More like right. 28 weeks later type shit. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like uh, an infection. Um, which is very interesting that you brought that up because we're going to talk about 28 days later. Right. And uh, how that falls into this. Whoever uh, made that movie did the research. They know what's going on. Let me, uh, they let me know just what's tell going you that on. right now. Fuck right now. But anyway, yeah, some, uh, some really cool stuff. I, I am not... Zombie movies are not my favorite. There are some that I that I really like, but they just they weren't really my favorite movies. But I grew up on the older ones, you know, like Zombie, you know, yeah. and uh, Night of the Living Dead, you know, yeah, Night of the Living Dead, which you know was before I was born, but barely. <laughs> and, uh, well, the remake, the ninety, the ninety one, yeah. Right? Oh my god, fantastic what, film, love that movie. But uh, you know, Dawn of the Dead. Uh, Land of the Dead, Day of the Dead. I mean, just go in, I, type in of it, the dead, and watch how much shit pops up. It's crazy. It's crazy, especially on Tubi. Um, but th- there's some cool stuff out there. There's some good movies, and if you really want to get some information about the subject, there's all kinds of different stuff out there, and I- I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna jump into this. Yeah, go I ahead, mean, man. So, I'm going to already talk about whatever, so I'll let you lead. Well, let's talk about this this documentary. Okay. Let, let's just talk about it. So the way they go through this documentary is they go through it a step at a time. What would you have to do in order to survive a zombie apocalypse? Right. Okay? One of the first things that you would have to make sure you had – your hands wrapped around is sustainability. You would have to have water to drink and food to eat. And rules of three. What, what was what was cool about that was, and I never really thought about this. What what some of these people were talking about. What was cool in this documentary? They had different preppers from around the country talking about what what they do you know to prepare for this stuff and it, it was crazy they the first thing that everybody said is you have to have enough food and enough water to sustain life for at least 72 hours mm-hmm. i don't know why the 72 hours because i'll probably eat all my food in the first two <laughs> because i'm hungry give um, up food but well, so I am a prepper, so to speak, for lack of better terms. Um, I'm a prepper, so to speak. So, like, I have a 72 hour bag, I have go bags, shit, and get bags. They call them bug out bags. A bug out bag. Yeah. I have all that shit, multiple bags for family members and all that shit. I got 72 a hour bags. You got to be able to survive the first three days of being able to not have any contact with anyone. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, honey, throw some bottled water and some nutty buddies on a paper bag. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but basically, you want to be able to survive without having any contact with any person or even moving if you don't have to for three days straight. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, you know, and the one thing that was cool that a lot of these people were talking about was that you want to keep your group extremely small. Yes. You know, three or four people, 10 at the max. And that didn't really make a lot of sense to me until they continued to talk about it. And it's like, you keep your group small, you know who you can trust. Right. Less noise you make. You know, and the less noise you make. Less food. Different, you, you know, different aspects. Uh, you you know, yeah. I mean, the food and water, you're not rationing as much. I mean, they, uh, it makes sense. They said if you really want to survive a zombie apocalypse, you need to do it solo. Right. Right. Now, of course, like. But family, right. like you. Right. Me. I'm not leaving my wife behind. Fuck no. There's no way. See, I'm the opposite. I would come get you and your wife and have you come with us. Yeah. I'd be like, be like uh, you know, honey, you don't have to be able to outrun a zombie. You just got to be able to outrun me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's probably what my wife would do is clip me in the knee and take off. <laughs> Yikes. Hey, that happened yeah, in an episode of The Walking quick. Dead. Right. Right. Go figure. Yeah. See, so um, so when you're basically, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead. I'm not trying to jump ahead. No, no, no. This. You, w- so, we're just conversation in here. So the CDC actually had a thing on their website about how to survive a zombie apocalypse. Yes. Or a zombie outbreak. Now, what I want to say is, with this, as being a prepper myself, what it is, is if you can survive, if you're ready to survive a zombie apocalypse, you're basically ready to survive most natural disasters, most things that come up. Most pandemics. Most, pandemics. most epidemics. So, like, it's something that will get you, pre- you know, honestly, they, they make fun of being prepared, but it's like, that's what our ancestors were. Yeah. They were prepared. Our ancestors, you know, when they started canning stuff, they would can during the winter or during the summer, so they had food during the winter. They were preparing for the winter. Yeah, hope like, for the best, prepare for the worst. Right, better to have and or need have and not need than need to not have. Yeah. So, like, basically, before we jump ahead on it, I just want to say yes, the CDC did have this up. I have other uh, outlooks on this. Can we, can we elaborate on that? Yeah, go ahead. And the go reason ahead, for why, sure. for sure. Okay, so the CDC actually put out. A, a a study and and a pamphlet. It was called Preparation One Hundred and One Zombie Apocalypse. Okay, and the reason why the CDC did that is, like Ryan said, if you can survive a zombie apocalypse, there are a lot of things you can survive. Now, the CDC doesn't believe in zombies or a zombie apocalypse. I get that. Um. But what they were looking at is the the popularity of zombie movies and zombie TV shows was extremely high. Now, the CDC released this in 2012. So what they did is they released it in like a pamphlet that was, it basically read like a comic book. I looked it up all ago, read it. It's basically a comic book about, what would happen during a zombie apocalypse. Right. And what you need to do. It's it's their way of, I don't know, putting, I want to say putting light on the situation, but 
also teaching you a thing about being prepared for the world. Well, it's putting eyeballs on something, but giving something that entertains you, but yet right. you're learning at the same right. time. Right. Now, I will preface this. Do I necessarily believe in, that zombies are going to be having... It depends on... I think what a lot of people have an issue with is they're stuck on what the definition of a zombie is. So, like, for me, when I think about an outbreak or a zombie outbreak happening or whatever it is, <clears throat> I look at it more of, like I was just talking to you about, 28 Days Later style stuff. Something that's, like, been released, which, please believe that there's already been... There's stuff out there now that if it popped off, like there'd be a lot of people like going kind of cannibalistic, crazy. Right. Like, right. I mean, just like that dude who. The basalt guy. Yeah, the basalt guy. You, you guys knew that this was going to come up. Um, this guy, un, in under no uncertain terms, was not a zombie, but he took on. Rabies like. Zombieistic. I guess, characteristics. Yeah. Good word. Good um, fucking word. <laughs> good fake word. Love it. Um, but like Ryan just said, was rabies. If you look at rabies and a rabid dog, rabies is a form of zombification. Right. Uh, it is something that affects the brain of an animal, and it can even affect the brain of a human and make them more aggressive and want to lash out. That's why, you know, you always say stay away from a dog with rabies because, yeah. you know, rabies, we've, all seen rabies, cu- we've all seen Cujo. Well, so, rabies, you know. rabies in humans is, de- is, is deadly. deadly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, so do yourself a favor, and everyone out there listening, but I'm talking to JT right now, but everyone listening too, do yourself a favor and go on YouTube and look up uh, Flocka, people on Flocka. Okay, uh, I know you and I have talked about that before. So, Flocka, literally, there's tons of stuff on YouTube. There's, it's this drug, Flocka. It was going around mainly like in Florida and places like that mm-hmm. because just, that's where party, a lot of, Florida's the party state. But anyways, these people literally. Party, party, like, Florida. Yeah, like one Your state video, looks like a big penis. <laughs> story of my life. Um, but anyways, no, so there's video, of like there's this guy, he's, it's crazy too because it's like cut because there's like it's a video of this guy running through this um, parking garage, so the cameras are catching him, okay. right? Different angles, but he's it's catching him, and he's naked, right? And he's running through this freaking garage like looks like a, a rage zombie. Fucking dick, just fucking windmilling. You didn't even see it, so it must have been like a oh, you know. Maybe. Stub, v- yeah, just fucking. V- it probably looked like the fucking thing at the bottom of the fucking on the, on the door. Yeah, <laughs> the cats always mess with. No, but yeah. so this guy's running through here. He looks like a damn zombie. He looks like a rage yeah. zombie. He looks like yeah. something off Twenty Eight Days Later. Mm-hmm. Okay, or Z, uh, World War Z, which I like. World too. War Z. Yeah. So this guy is running through this through this thing, right? And he's screaming, like not like screaming that, but like a zombie. And he's running, and he fucking runs, and he just jumps straight through the back of this SUV window. Just jumps through yeah, it. Yeah, I remember us talking about and that. And then he falls yeah. back down on the ground, and kind of, he's all fucking, but he gets back up, and he's covered in blood, and he just starts going, takes off running again. Yeah. And then there's videos of these people, like, standing in front of buses, just people recording this lady, she's just standing there, standing at the bus. 
and she comes up to the bus and she starts pounding on the window. Look, it looks just like a fucking zombie. Yeah. It's from this flock of shit. I'm telling you, the reason why this stuff intrigues me is because that shit more than likely is going to happen. Yeah. Like you said earlier, not if, when, when. this shit actually fucking yeah. happens. You know, it's going to be something like that, you know, and I think you should always be prepared for that. I'm yeah. prepared for whatever happens. I'm ready Absolutely. to go. But Absolutely. But that's my definition of a zombie outbreak. Something like that happening and it spreads like wildfire, which it would through these giants. So you got to think about it, you know. Gotcha. So that's my, that's yeah. my. Yeah. Not necessarily everyone coming back from the dead, which I like that shit too. But realistically in real life, can it happen in this scenario I just talked about? 100%. So, that's, Hell yeah. I just want to let you know where I was at when I'm talking. That's where I roll. Where I come from when I'm talking about this this stuff here. Flocka. He's all into the flocka. Okay, so here's an interesting aspect. And I know you people are sitting out there and you're thinking, oh my God, why, why the hell are you guys talking about zombies? This is such bullshit. This could never happen. Blah, blah, blah. I hear you. I hear you talking. We're not listening. But... but <laughs> but when places like the CDC start looking at this stuff, I'm going to read a couple little snippets from uh, from an actual uh, research experiment. This is from freaking Cornell University. Cornell University did the research on how long it would take and what would happen if there was a zombie outbreak? So the name of the the name of the research paper was "You Can Run, You Can Hide: The Epidemiology and Statistical Mechanics of Zombies." What they talked about is they had several scientists get together and they started punching numbers into their computer and running simulations. And this is very interesting because there's just two little small things that I want to read out of here. And what it says is uh, much scholarly attention was focused on more traditional human diseases. But recently, academic attention has turned some amount of focus towards zombies as a unique and interesting modification of classic disease models. One of the first academic accounts of zombies was the 2009 article in the Munns paper in which an early form of a compartmental model of zombieism was introduced. Since then, there have been several interesting estimates of the zombie disease parameters. Okay, Cornell University, scientist. I know you're not into science, but... No. When they start doing models like this, it intrigues me. It's not that I'm not into science. I do like it. It's just it can't explain everything. So what they did is they crunched the numbers, and they were looking at stuff on, okay, if we dropped one zombie in a group of 100 people, how would that play out? And then they took into, effect, uh, took into account, you know, uh, bite ratio, like how many of these zombie, you know, this, this one zombie, how many people would it bite? Right. How many people would fight back? How, you know, how this thing would, right. how it would die, how it would spread. And they put all these numbers into their computer and they ran several different simulations and they all came out different. 
but they had one thing in common, and that was the spread. And like I said, it depended on if they did one zombie. They did several, like one zombie they dropped in a group of 100 people. Then they dropped one zombie in a group of 200 people, but made it to where the zombie was stronger and the people were not prepared. You know, it wasn't like, you know. They decided to drop them off in Canada. Right. <laughs> Sorry, Bill. Uh, Love but, you, Bill. Uh, Love you, Bill. With all of this going on, there, there's a model, and what I'll do is I'll throw this picture up on the screen if you're watching the YouTube feed. You'll, you'll be able to see what happens. And what they figured out is, and I thought this was very interesting, we just talked about 28 days later. After 28 days, it is not the largest metropolitan areas that suffer the greatest risk, but the regions located between large metropolitan areas. For instance, in California, it is the region near Bakersfield in the San... Uh, San Joaquin? Uh, yeah, San, uh, San Joaquin Valley. That is the greatest risk in this area... Uh, will be overrun by zombies, whether they originate in the San Francisco area or the Los Angeles-San Diego area. The area with the greatest one-month zombie risk is northeastern Pennsylvania itself being susceptible to outbreaks originating in any of the large metropolitan areas on the East Coast. So, now this is them doing this... When when I was watching through this movie that we this documentary that we were just watching, they were talking about where would you survive? You know, yeah. If okay, so they talked about you needing food and water. The number two thing is you're going to need shelter. All of these people's advice was stay the fuck at home. Fortify, you know, fortify your house. Fortify your house and stay at home. If for some reason your home gets overrun, then get the fuck out. Have a plan. You know, have a plan, this, have an escape plan. This is where being prepared comes And in. what they had talked about is the if if it broke out somewhere in the United States, the after all the models ran, the place that was the least susceptible was northeast the northeastern Rocky Mountains. And what they figure is it's because of the terrain, mm -hmm. the temperature, in different aspects there. It's not to say that it would never get overrun, but it was the least likely place. So right. if you're going to run, run to the Rocky Mountains. Run to the hills. Yeah, Iron Maiden had it right there, buddy. <laughs> uh, but I thought it was interesting. Every model where, where the... Now, not every model did this. Did the outbreak take off? There were several models where it never even right got out because the zombie got killed, or you know, or whatever. But every model where it started to spread. Very interesting side note: it overran the entire country within twenty-eight days. Yeah. See, and I think about it like this. In America, we have this thing called the Second Amendment, right? Which I love. But anyways, 
we have the second amendment, which means they all have guns. There's a fuck, there's a fuck ton of guns in the United States, right? So, this is my rifle. This is my gun. This is for shooting. This is for fun. No, sorry. <laughs> but anyways, um, so I think that in America nowadays, America, fuck yeah. yeah. Come and say the motherfucker day, yeah. Sorry. You gotta quit. I'm gonna keep going sorry, with all sorry. I'm gonna keep going with this shit. <laughs> it's gonna be a whole fucking uh, whole video of us just quoting movies <laughs> and music. But anyways, I think that now it would probably I think you're right they're right too. So if you think about it in the middle, in my you remember Mimel? In Mimel, you remember Mimel. do you remember Mimel? Yeah. Minnesota, uh, Iowa, Missouri, uh, Arkansas, Arkansas, Louisiana, Louisiana Mimel. So, which is very interesting because I oh, don't never mind. We'll get into that at some other point. Yeah. So, um, I think those would be affected because I'm, I'm not trying to talk shit, guys. Don't hate me, but on the coastal, because I'm beautiful. On the coastal, on the coastal lines, that's where most of our population is. It's going to hit hard there, and then they're going to have to come right. inward. Right. Well, and what they were talking about is is the likelihood of survivability in the in the plains would be higher than on the coast. Right. And the reason why is one population density, and two the amount of flat land. Uh, these walking dead, if you will, cannot overtake. Right. All the property that is there. Whereas on the coast, you've got high density population and you got houses, one on top of the other. You know, and it's concrete jungle. Right. Everywhere. Uh if if it broke out in New York City, New York City would be gone within a couple of days. Easy. So Ryan and I are actually looking at a video here, and what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play this video while we're talking about it. Uh this video is a, a zombie outbreak simulation. Um, it's actually from Zombie Town USA. It is the same kind of computer stuff that Cornell University used, but they just they built several of them. And we're watching this, and what this guy did was he set a zombie loose in Pittsburgh. Mm. And if if you look at the screen. You can see, you see that big black dot? Uh-huh. Okay, that is how far the the plague has spread. This outbreak has spread. If you look at the top of it, it's got a timeline. It says 166 hours. And it basically encompasses the state of Pennsylvania. Well, most of the East Coast. Uh, uh, Iowa, down into the Carolinas, up into Canada. Uh, about the only thing that's not affected right now is Maine. And it's knocking on the door of Missouri. It's covering half of Illinois, Bring Minnesota. It. Bring it. We're talking 166 hours, people. That's less than seven days. Bring it. I wish to bring so, it to Missouri. Seven days. Yeah, seven. Evanscape. Um, seven. What this guy w- was talking about is, for some reason, on on a lot of these models, Florida was usually not affected. <laughs> that's because they're immune to that shit down there. Well, <laughs> I think it's because Florida's already got zombies. Yeah, Florida, man. Um, like, shit ain't nothing. The, the zombies started spreading. They're like, fuck, we ain't going down there. <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> but 
it just goes to show that if it if it did actually happen, it's going to spread fast, very fast. Well, and you know, fast. so so well, it, it's it, it's uh, oh my god, I can't remember the name, but it, it, it's progressional. So one becomes two, two becomes four, four becomes eight. Eight becomes sixteen. Right. You know, it's just gonna it's gonna double it, it's gonna multiply. double on top of itself so many times so fast. Well, that, and, it, it, and if you think about it, like a lot of the midsection of the world of the United States, anyway, they're ready for a lot of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The uh, as much as I hate to say this. Most of the coastal region, except for like San Diego, because San Diego has got a lot of the SO and SF uh, military guys there, special forces dudes and stuff like that. Um, San Diego's big military. They'd be able to handle some stuff. Um, but like most of these people on the coastal region and stuff, and just most people in general now in the United States, they're not ready for something like that. No. And, no. you know. Just look at what we did. We've kind of experienced something like this here recently. Right. Look at look at what happened to us with COVID. Look at how fast that took over the world. You know. Uh, well. Yeah. Let's not go too far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, look at how fast that spread. Right. You know. And and that's that was a viral infection. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, I guess you could consider it a viral infection because well, what, what everybody's you, getting infected. What you got to think of it too in this situation is that our major um, power grids are on the coastal regions and then south on like Texas right area. So if something happens, the power goes out. Yeah. Yeah. So when the power goes out, okay, let's look at it like this. Just in a regular everyday life is doing great. We're all like right now, if the power went out all over the United States right now, Within 24 hours. You'd have anarchy. Thousands of people. You'd have mass chaos. Tens of thousands of people would be dead just for yeah. people who are on life support and other mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. And then within two days, it's it'd be bedlam. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And that's just with the regular, just everyday oh, yeah. life. So now throw in, throw a, throw a throw viral in a zombie outbreak, outbreak or a zombie outbreak yeah. and watch what happens. You, you got trouble. You got you trouble know? brewing. So that's my thing is that people, it's a, it's a... Clusterfuck, really, because when one thing happens, you know, it breaks down something else. That breaks down something else. Yeah. This breaks down something else. Yeah, it's progressional. So everything you know? is there's all power. One grid, thing food affects supplies. another. It it's like the butterfly effect. You know, right. if a butterfly flaps its wings in Nebraska, then six months later there's a tsunami in Japan. You know, you know, and if you look, at, you know, now I know that's very drastic. But there would have to be a lot of things happen in a long chain for this to actually happen. But it could happen. Very much so. This, this, very, and actually, a lot of people, you know, say it is going to happen. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of these preppers. So, you know, some of the other things that they were talking about needing was weapons. You're going to have to figure out your weapons. I got that covered, brother. Um, and then, you know, of course, <laughs> one of the things that they, they thought about was, you know, that they, of course, a gun, you know, you're going to want to shoot these things in the head. Shoot them you got to kill head. the brain. You know, these things are dead, but you st- you got to disconnect the brain. Something else I want to say about that, too. 
And that's in any situation, guys. I know we're talking about this, but real quick, if I could give you guys any kind of pointers. In a situation, if someone's trying to kill you, take their fucking head off. You take your head off, guess what? You got nothing to fucking worry about. Any situation you're in, definitely in a zombie situation. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty easy. You know, some of your best weapons are bludgeoning weapons. Um, Anything that will destroy the head. I'm glad you're saying this. Uh, Machetes, uh, baseball bats. They call them melee weapons. Melee weapons. What would be your choice of a melee weapon? Oh, my God. That's this. I'm glad you. I was gonna bring it up myself, but you segued perfectly into that. Okay. So if you had to choose a melee weapon, now if I had th- to choose a melee weapon to use on these things, now I, I think before you answer, before you answer, remember I can make anything I want. Yeah. <laughs> well, remember, this is an instance where it's possibly, you know, the quick zombies. So. Oh, it's possibly the quick zombies. You know what I'm saying? So in this situation, in this situation, like in a regular zombies, like if it was just dumb zombie situation, mm-hmm. shoot, I mean, I'm taking freaking uh, baseball bat probably all day long. Right, I mean, right. So, but this is quick zombies possibly. Maybe a little bit quicker than usual. So that was what... Oh, I, I, you know, for me, I think I would have to go with something like either, you know, a machete or a katana or something like that because... What I'm going to want to do is separate the head from the body. Right. As fast Quickly. as I possibly can. Quickly. Or, you know, lodge it into their brain or something. Uh, so I think I would go with something like that. Um, probably baseball bat with, I don't know, machete bonded to it or something, Freaking you know. blade of sitter yeah. in it. Yeah. See, and that's what, like, for me, like... I thought about this, and like I would take a gladius. He'd just he'd just be out there beating their ass with his bare feet. Yes, gladius sword. Okay, well, so you know, I don't guess. Um, uh, glad. So, a oh, glad- is that the fat one that's short? Short like and my short- dick. <laughs> <laughs> short, skinny in the bottom, and bigger at the end. <laughs> so no, yes, very much so. Look, just honey, like just that. the tip. Yes. <laughs> so the gladius sword is uh, kind of like, you know, it's what the gladiators use. They're small. Oh, they're like they this. Go, they, they kind of fan out just like a little a bit. Almost. They almost. fan out just yeah. a little bit up yeah. top. They're shorter down here, but they come out just a little bit. But, like, they're really quick to maneuver, and they're very sharp. Yeah. Very deadly. Yeah. And you can use two of them. You can use two of them yeah. and be yeah. able to handle them yeah. and be able to carry them. Um, them. One of the worst weapons, and this, this will blow your mind, Chainsaw. Right, 100%. Chainsaw is the worst weapon we love you, to Ash, use in a zombie apocalypse. We love you, Ash. The reason why is, one, you got to worry about running out of fuel. Two, sometimes they're hard to start. I was going to say, have you ever tried to keep a fucking and three, chainsaw running? <laughs> three, there was a there were some guys. There's There are these guys. Uh, they're called uh, yeah. wait, uh, wait. Go Zombie or something like that. Uh Damn it, we got to remember Oh, this. God, I can't remember the name of the... Uh, anyway, they, uh, they're basically... What they, what these guys do is they're like, uh, like Mythbusters, yeah. but for zombies. And they figured out a chainsaw. The problem with those is they'll get tangled up in clothing. Right. Well, and the clothing will get sucked into the chain itself and actually stop it. I mean, the main, the main thing about the chainsaw is that I don't know if any of you have ever worked with a chainsaw, but yeah. they're, they're, hard, they're hard to keep running just in, if you have every perfect condition and tool you need. Right. That and they're heavy. And not only that, but you got to refuel you oil. you got to carry the damn thing. Carrying them. 
I'm telling you, the Gladius swords are perfect because, like, yeah. you know, they're like the right length. You can freaking be quick with them. You can use two of them at the same time. Yeah. And you can be quick with them and end shit real quick. So I tell you, the one lady, or tomahawks. The one lady that was uh, that got me was uh, she had the forty five with the exploding bullets. Right, dude. <laughs> That would be the way to go. This thing and it was cool. crazy. They were shooting like uh, uh, ballistic molds, uh, ballistic gel molds of heads. And dude, these <laughs> bullets would go in and just fucking do yourself a favor. Destroy a head. Do yourself a favor, everyone. Cannot watch this with your children, and if you are offended easily by full frontal male nudity and just ridiculous jokes about some crazy shit, don't listen to this don't show. Watch, oh, don't watch. <laughs> don't watch this movie, but. Otherwise, if you love good comedy, special forces guys, military people, and you like zombie movies and shit, you have to watch Range 15. You have to watch Range 15 if you have not seen that. I promise you, you have to watch Range 15. Your wife will probably think it's disgusting, and but it's... So basically, the the story behind Range 15, these are all real special forces guys, drinking bros. Okay. Black Rifle Coffee. Okay. They made this movie. Gotcha. There's a ton of people in this movie. They're in the movie. Matt Best, he's you know one of the main guys. Yeah. Uh, Tim Kennedy's in it. Freaking like uh, Randy Couture's in it. Like there's oh goddamn. There's just so many people in this movie. William Shatner's in it. Fucking uh, <laughs> the list goes on. We've and got on. to get out of here. Yeah. So, anyways, basically what this movie storyline is is. These special forces dudes they go out get drunk all one night and then they wake up in the drunk tank. And a zombie apocalypse has happened. Oh, shit. So they get out and... Nice. Chaos ensues. Dude, it's fucking hilarious. As long as you have a good sense of humor, they it's fucking... Yeah. It's yeah. funny, but it's really good. And they did this shit on a minimum budget. They got a fuck, but it's just great. It's yeah, so that's cool. fucking that's funny, cool. bro. So do yourself a favor, guys. If you have not seen it, watch Range 15. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Oh, yeah. And there's a full, like, you get, get me comfortable. There's a, basically one of the scenes at the end is Tim Kennedy, who is an MMA fighter, special forces guy, Captain America, fucking love the dude. Tim Kennedy fucking fights Randy Couture, zombie Randy Couture, oh, God. in a cage or in a, in a ring, butt ass naked. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fucking hilarious, bro. You Hell guys got to yeah. watch it, but it's really good. But anyways, back to what we were talking about. But, uh, yeah, you know, we talked about weapons, uh, evacuation plan. We mentioned that earlier. If if these things, you know, of course you want to stay in your home. If you, if you can. If you can. Which you, but if your home gets overrun, you need a plan. Have a plan, yes. Um, a lot of these people were, and it's so funny because it's a different time. But a lot of these people were building underground bunkers mm-hmm. and shelters, and they were stocking these things with food that would allow them to live, you know, months on end. They got twenty without like if you having buy, to leave. If you buy dried dried food, it lasts twenty. It's got twenty five year shelf life. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, dude, like, yeah. Uh, the uh, one of the things they brought up was a uh, getaway vehicle. Yeah, that's what I'm working on. What 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 would you use for a getaway vehicle? If you could have any getaway vehicle, you know what I mean, like anything. Yeah, 
Yeah, it depends on what you're doing. Like, if you're wanting to leave, leave. You know, of course, a plane. You know, you don't want to probably just go somewhere else. But I don't think so. Like, you'd want to be somewhere where you know the area, you know where right. the food's at, you right. know where to hide at, you know all the shit. So for me, you want something that's quick, something you can maneuver easily, something you can hide easy, something right. that is good on gas. You know, so of course, what they say, a motorcycle. Uh, they, yeah, they talked about a motorcycle. You know what I mean? Uh, um, Four wheelers, motorcycles, things like that. But if you're just traveling across, you know, country, you want a good, you know, like a a, a good like an SUV, SUV or like something, a good Jeep, something that you can fit your family in, right? Plus, and load get the up. fuck out of Dodge, right? You know. And um, that's what I'm doing with my Jeep right now. <laughs> yeah, he's getting the fuck out. Get the fuck but, out of here. No, and there's a... Uh, that's cool. That, so you watch that. So you see the guys that made the freaking uh, Pathfinder? The Pathfinder, yeah. Yeah. I've actually seen uh, vehicles like that out on the street. Yeah. Uh, there was one I stopped... I, this was a few years ago, but I stopped at the gas station in town to get gas one day and sitting right beside me was a uh was a oh god what was oh it was a it was a white jeep cherokee that was all lifted and all the windows were caged on it and uh it had the snorkel so it could go yeah, underwater yeah. and and it was cool because the way these guys painted it it was white but then it had like these blood splatters all over it it was badass looking dude it was yeah, badass, yeah. but uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta have a plan. So let's talk about where where does zombie come from? Where where did it come from? Where did it originate? Well, I'll tell you, popular culture it originated from George Romero. George Romero is solely responsible for the popular culture version of the zombie today as we know it. That's very interesting because George Romero in the 1960s released Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. What's interesting about that is, is in that movie, they never one time called them a zombie. That they call them the living dead. They called them the undead or the living dead or something right. like that. But it's interesting that they never called them a zombie in that movie because George Romero, in almost every interview he did after filming that movie, he referred to them as zombies. Now, the first use of the word zombie was from a Brazilian poet named Robert Southey in 1819. And then it was used in different, you know, like uh, the Haitian. Right. You know, the voodoo. The voodoo. Uh, they actually, uh, there is a story out there about a man from in the, the 1960s that died. And then I think it was three years later, his family found him walking through a small town down in Haiti. Um, or a small village. I don't really call them towns down there. But a village in Haiti. And... Uh, that's where we learned about, you know, the the drugs that they can use to make these things. Right. Um, and what it is is that they would take the flesh from the, the outside flesh of the puffer fish mm-hmm. and they would powder it 
And then they mixed it with another drug, which now I, I don't remember the name of the drug, and I didn't put it on here. But it, it's a, uh, it's a uh, oh, I want to say hallucinogenic, but that's not the word I'm trying to think of. But anyway, it's another drug that they mix with this puffer fish, and uh, it causes what it causes is it causes the body to mimic death. The people are still alive, but to everybody on the outside, they appear dead. Right. And they, this has been being used in voodoo culture for centuries. Uh, and what they use it for, it, what the reason why they do this is a lot of the parents, that's how they keep their kids straight. Right. Is right. If, you, if you, you know, if you don't watch your shit... The voodoo priest is going to come, and he's going to zombify you. Don't zombify your ass. So, here's something interesting that just popped up. I told you that there was that other documentary mm-hmm. that's just kind of popped up. Uh, during, during the 1920s and 30s, Howard Phillips Lovecraft, mm-hmm. H.P. Lovecraft, wrote several books that talked about zombies. He wrote The Vault... He wrote The Outsider, uh, Cool Air, but his most famous work that a lot of you people are going to latch on to is in 1921, he wrote Herbert West, Reanimator. Reanimator. And that is the book that was the basis for the, the movie Reanimator. Uh, and... It actually is one of the things that helped define zombies in popular culture. I almost watched Reanimator 2. Yeah. Today. The first one is so good. So I mean, good. I don't think I've even seen the second one. But I almost watched it today when I was uh, scrolling through Tubi. Yeah, I've seen it. it uh, I, If I remember right, it wasn't near as good as the first one. But right. it's been a long time since I've seen it. But, right, right, but, right. So... Here's the big question is, we, we talked about how long would it take? Okay, well, we know from research groups and different, I mean, research groups all over the country that they, they suspect and the computers have modeled that it would roughly take 28 days for the outbreak to overtake the country. What we don't know is how long would it last? Right. I mean, we have no idea. It, it There are so many factors involved. In, there are so many factors involved in both of those statements, honestly. But in the part of how long will it last, so you got to think about a zombie coming back from the dead. Their body's already decomposing. Uh, they get They come out of the grave. They start to feed. What's that feed do to them? Right. Keeps well, them going. And this that's, Keep, that's what's interesting. Go ahead, go ahead. Like, well, like it keeps it. them going. But does it stop them from deca- you know, decomposing? We don't know. Um, and how long would it take them to decompose before they wouldn't be able to move anymore? And then once they, once they can't move, how long would it take them to starve to death? Well, see, and, and they're already dead, so can they starve to death? 
A lot of questions here, people. Well, a lot only, of questions. Not only that, but like so in this situation that I was talking about, they're not necessarily dead. They're infected. They're infected, right. So they're not like you're not. Well, getting, that's the one. Yeah. So yeah, if, you're right. So like if I was infected and I bit you. Right. And you turned, you would still be just as strong, just as, you know, your body wouldn't be decomposing right. yet. Yeah. Eventually it would. Right. But, mm. you know, at this point in time, you're just infected person. So you still got full strength. You yeah, still got all the right. stuff. Right. So like that's where the difference is. Is so and like usually with these type zombies, they're not eating you for your brains. That's the difference too. There's a difference in like what zombies. Right. Like the ones who are dead come back and are wanting brains, brains because right. that's a connection to the human. That's connecting right. connection to life. Like these are just eating whatever. Yeah. I mean they're fucking eating. You know, like they, 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 they eat your guts, Eaten. they'll eat your freaking like fingers, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So there's a difference, different types too, so to speak. Well, and that, so that was going to be my next question is, is what kind of zombie would you be? Well, hopefully I wouldn't be one at all. <laughs> that, I would be the guy who's ready for whatever. And I'm out yeah. there having fun fucking picking off zombies from a mile away with my fucking six, five Creedmore. But anyways, uh, no, like, more for me, the more important question is, which ones would you rather have to deal with? Mm. Would you rather have the dumb ones who are just like... I I would rather have, yeah, the, the meandering, you know, slow-moving, you know, push them out of the way. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to deal with those fast zombies. Them some bitches are going down with a shotgun blast. They're scary. And not only that, but then you got the ones from the Dawn of the Dead that are fucking, or a Land of the Dead, who are kind of learning their shit back. Right, right. Trying to fucking, you know. Well, and then that was another question I had. So I'm glad you brought up Land of the Dead. So one of the things that came up is, is if if you couldn't stay at your house and you had to escape, where would you go? Where would you go to feel the safest? My first thought was an island. Right. Small island somewhere that they couldn't get to. Can a zombie swim? Don't know. But then you also got to think about food. Look at Land of the Dead. Right. Land of the Dead, they walked underwater. Right. Well, and you got to think about food. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to get supplies, all that stuff. It's very interesting. You know, it's yeah. very, very interesting. Yeah. Like, that's why for me, I'm always like, be prepared where you are. You know that land the best. Yeah. You yeah. know that, you know, you, you can be, take all your time getting your house ready, getting your, growing your own garden, doing all this stuff. You can be ready for pretty much anything. And you can fortify yourself to where you can be self-sustaining. Mm-hmm. Like for me, if I've had a garden, a garden, because we're building a garden on my, at my house. If I, I have my garden, I have my well, I'm okay. I got a water source. I got food source. I can defend my house. I got everything set up. That's, you know, kind of where I'm at. Right. So, like, yeah, we're sitting here looking at this. Yeah, we're, wa- we're watching the simulation run on the screen over here. and We could actually probably put this in a little, have it playing in between us or something. We could probably set it in there and have it playing in between yeah. us. Yeah, what I'll do is I'll put it on there and, and uh, let it uh, play in the background. It's pretty cool, though. Like, and, you know, I think a lot of it would spread fairly, fairly quickly. Um, the key to it is, like you said at the beginning, keep your circle small. Yeah. And you ain't got to worry about it. Right. 
You know, be ready for whatever. And this is with anything in life. Just be ready for whatever and be conscious of, of aware of your surroundings. And, you know, because, guys, this type of zombie thing that we're talking about, like this outbreak of an infection or something, this can very well happen. It's already yeah, going on. Definitely. You know, so... And these guys are going to be quicker. So, like, you know, a really good example of this is a, is a show I started to watch. I haven't finished it yet, and I don't know if they're going to make another season or not, but the Black, Black Summer. Okay. So I, I started to watch that, and we watched, I think, the first episode and just haven't got back to it. Right. So, like, it's um, a good example of how it would be. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a very good example of how it would be. Right. Um, well, and honestly, and the opening of... The Dawn of the Dead remake, right? Is to me, I thought that that was perfect the way they did that opening for that. You know, the with f- the woman coming home and she's not really paying attention to what's going on in her surroundings, and and she goes home and she sees her husband. She's like, "I'm going to take a shower," you know, and she jumps in the shower, and then next thing you know, she's yeah, you know. So yeah, the first few seasons of Walking Dead. Yeah. I think are a perfect example of what of reality happen. of what yeah. would happen in yeah. that situation. Yeah, Greg Nicotero did a really good job on that series. That's one of the reasons so. why I really got into that series. I'm like, this is a perfect example of what would really happen. Right. Because you gotta think about it like this. Yeah, yeah. If something was to happen like that, <laughs> no offense to anybody, but all the idiots are gonna get themselves killed off very quickly. Right. Right. So once that happens, the rest of the humans you're dealing with are are capable people. Yeah. And so, they're not only capable people, they are people that are going to try and take what, what that's is yours. That's what I'm saying. They're, when, you I, know? when I say by capable, they're able to handle themselves. So if they survived and you've survived, you know, either you're going to have to learn to work together with people or... Yeah. That's why I thought that fucking Walking Dead first few seasons were great. Right. Because it didn't just deal with the zombies, it dealt with the human aspect of it it as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. um, And that's what's the scary part. Zombies, you know what you're getting. With humans, you never know. Right. You can let somebody in and they're just a fucking Trojan horse. You know what I mean? You just never really know. Look at us speaking facts and shit. (laughs) 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 But yeah, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I love this episode. It was great. This is something I was wanting to talk about. It's funny, you know, because, like, we're talking about prepping and stuff and all this shit. I was watching that episode, and I was in my room and watching that documentary, and I had all my gear out, and I was, like, going through all my stuff and checking, doing, you know, weapons checks, gun checks to make sure everything's good, make sure what I have in this bag, this bag, this bag. Just make sure I have, you have to check all your shit make sure everything's good. Keep your batteries out of your shit. Have batteries, but keep them out of your stuff because right because they'll corrode, they'll corrode and shit. So have that, you know. So yeah, you know, it's just uh, it's pretty cool. I like being ready for whatever, and this is a really cool conversation. I like getting your fucking outlook on it, you know, and stuff like that. So hell yeah, one, guys. Yeah, man, I loved it. Love this episode. Uh, we got a convention coming up this week. Yes. Yes, this weekend uh, we will be at the Haunted America Conference. We'll do some videos. uh, In Alton. You'll definitely see a bunch of uh, Facebook Lives. And uh, if I can pull it off, I'll I'll do some YouTube stuff. Uh, Put some pictures up, things like that. Yeah, it'll be cool. So we're pretty stoked on that. We've, We've been waiting for this for a while. We've actually planned this out like, what, a freaking 
six months yeah, ago. Yeah, something like that. So like we're that. ready to rock and roll yeah. on that, guys. Uh, we're going to keep on putting out stuff. Um, if you guys got something you want us to, to do, click down below. Let us know. Check it all out. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, everything, guys. We appreciate it very much. We love you, horror fam. Yeah. And more importantly, as always, until next time, keep, keep it, it creepy. creepy. <laughs> or brains. Brains.